This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. <laughs> I gotta laugh from. I'm gonna be sounds, laughing about that all day now. He sounds like Muttley, doesn't he? <laughs> He's got the yeah, yeah, yeah. Muttley, a snot guard. <laughs> I wouldn't have got it. All right, so we would come out. Just skip over it then. You, I think that Seth yeah. does that. Noah had a no hitter. Didn't you tell him to put the hardest names in there? Yeah, following but, your directions. <laughs> At least when he reads it, he reads it. When I used to listen to Seth read, I look across from him, and he—it was like listening to a thing when you fast forward on play a cassette. <laughs> well, Joe reads the news. Joe's a news reader. He's an anchor man. Yes, he is. He is. He plays the flute. He just doesn't. Know. I'd like him to read it once through before he actually yeah, does it, though, help. and then he could maybe help. Google. He the, and DB yeah. got a relationship going on. They're oh, high fiving yeah. in here. Oh, They're yeah. buddies. We're, 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 Romance and everything. I love it. It's like you and Alec. I know. I got you the better brother. Alec's got I mean, <laughs> yeah, dude, he, got the be- he, he just tweets out, I'm never going to make fun of him. Yeah, I got the better brother. Yeah, there you I go. wasn't making fun mm-hmm. of your career. Yeah, just check just check the Rotten Tomatoes, will you, babe? Yeah, he was making fun of you on a personal level. That's not his career. He's just picking on you personally, yeah, for God's right. sake. Career is, what'd you write? Stellar? <laughs> yeah. correct you on Twitter. Illustrious. 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 Yeah, my illustrious career. I like that. So we were going to come out and talk about the improvements on the dome, but I got to tell you, I got to tell you what happened. So yesterday on the morning show, I said, how hard is it to get somebody to come clean your house? Robin comes home on Friday. I've been alone, home alone with the kids for a month. You can imagine. Yeah. And, that, and this is my version of trying to stay on top of it. So Ralphie, the shoe cobbler who comes in on Tuesdays and does his Ralphicino and he reads the song and blah, blah. He comes walking back into me, and I think you guys saw some of this. I saw him in the office. Hey, listen, my niece, blah, blah, blah. So, yes, get her out there. Now, I'm more mad at myself than I am at anything else because I told Robin as she's down there, the the people leasing her home have vacated now, and she's had to do the walkthrough, and she's like, hang on a second, this is wrong. The finish is taken off the floor. They use something that's stripped it. That's too grand, blah, blah. So she's got a deposit on the house, and as she brings these people in to do the work, I said, Robin, until you negotiate the amount of money, don't ever allow anyone to start doing any work. I've told her this 10 times this month. <laughs> so these girls show up, right? And, you know, nice girls. I'd say the, the, the relative of Ralphie's is, you know, late 30s. Um, you know, she's she's worked before doing this and blah, blah, blah. Don't worry. They got all their own supplies. They come whipping out. They get right at it in the kitchen. I'm tired. My stomach hurts from ripping the muscles in my stomach. My back hurts from a previous injury a week before that. I get the dogs wrangled up in the in the living room and I and I take a nap. And they're not they're talking about well they went through the house. I said you don't have to do these two bedrooms, neither of these bathrooms. It's pretty much you know and I go through everything they have to do. I said if you don't know where something goes, just leave it in a pile, make it a neat pile, and I'll put it away. So mm-hmm. there's going to be a few piles in the kitchen and some of the bedrooms. Well, we're now at uh, four and a half hours. Okay. And they're they're coming down the stairs to do whatever they're going to do. And I said, do you guys want to do what you said? You want to get back together tomorrow and do the last few hours? She goes, no, actually, we're really close to done. So the girl walks in the kitchen, and I go, you want to discuss how much money? You know, and it dawned on me I hadn't said anything. Now, Uh-oh. now I've been looking at you know people that that do this. I've had other cleaners come. I'm not you know an alien to this process. You know, you look at that when you're in L.A., you know, you're paying a certain amount depending upon the person that's working. Obviously, it can fluctuate some. So two girls, five hours. How much, boys? Two girls, five hours? Yes. Well, that's a different conversation. Uh, yes, of course. Uh, 
Two girls, know. five hours to clean your house. 200 bucks? 200, that's what I was going to say. 200? Okay, so I'm thinking low end when you look this up is, you know, some say 10, 15. As you get into the $20 range, I'm thinking you better be pretty good at this. 25 is the top end I've heard. Now, we had a girl come who's really, really good who's the wife of a guy who did some work at my house, and she's really, really good. And she's 35, but she doesn't mess around. She comes in and just, you know, the way Robin likes the house. 200 bucks is $20 an hour, right? That's 200 bucks is lot. $20 an hour. So I look at her and I go, she goes, well, I'm uncomfortable, you know, really deciding what do you want to pay, but, and I don't want to offend her. They're like, well, what do you make an hour when you used to do this? She goes, 50. And I said, 50, like 25 each. She goes, no, 50 an hour each, and proceeds to tell me I owe her $500 to clean my house. Oh, wow. And I looked at her and I went, well, no, it, it, $500 to clean my house. I mean, you should be painting my house for $500. <laughs> wow. I'm, like, I'm like, what are you talking about? She goes, no, it's 500 I said, that's too much money. And she goes, well, that's what I get. It's right. So she totally waited till she was done, gouged me, and insisted that she wanted $500. Did you give her the $500? I, what was I going to do? She did the, I broke my own rule. I didn't say, hey, by the way, before you start, what's the rate? Because I would have said, leave. I would have been, right. There's no way I would have paid $100 an hour for two girls to clean my house. <laughs> wow. But they had me over a barrel. They smelt the cash. I happened to have just gone to the bank, too, so I had money on me. And so, so from here, do you, do you bitch to Ralphie about it? Not his fault. Not his fault, but he sent her in. He's the connection. I take it. Listen, I, I would let him know about it. Yeah, yeah, I think but I'm going to let him know about but it. But yeah, I just wait for him like, to come in and say, "Hey, you're." I'm, I'm going to store. I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm going to pick at his store. No, five hundred dollars. But it, it is anyone it, else not as pissed off about this as I? Not my money. Yeah, I wouldn't have a house cleaner in the it's first place. <laughs> it's, it's not my, not my money. money, right? You know what? Yeah, do you think? Do you feel like you get? You are such a hole sometimes, isn't he? Why? I'm not stupid. It's not my money. Do you feel like you get raked over the coals because of your name? Oh, my God. And the assumption that I have Alex money, you know, or whatever. I, I, I don't make enough money in a year to pay his taxes. Well, you got to think, like we've done on this show, if she's about to come over and she Googles you, it says you're worth $12 million dollars. So she thinks 500 is nothing to you, but you've told us <laughs> and, it's and, not and, right. And that may be true, but yeah. that doesn't change the fact that in Syracuse... You know, a, a, a skilled crane operator makes $45 yeah. an hour you right, know, right. With, with people's lives and buildings and structures that's trained for 20 years. So the idea that she can look me in the eye with a straight face and say, well, yeah, that's what I get. We get 50 each an hour. And I'm thinking, well, why would you ever stop cleaning? I mean, you, yeah. that, that's I'll hire 20 girls now and pay them 20 and net the other 30 if you can get that in this market because I've had 19 different girls through Craigslist who tell me 20, 25. No one has broken except for for uh, the one girl, Christy, who who actually is probably was a deal at 35. For $500, she, sell Zoto, clean your house with his tongue. Yeah, I know. 50 bucks an hour each. They just I'll clean your house for 500 bucks. They raked me. You'd clean my house for 100 bucks. I what know. There's about? not a question. Unbelievable. 500. Wow. Yeah, is it sinking in now a little bit? It's a lot. It's yeah, a lot man. Of money, that was man. a total raping. Why does they need two of them, too? I don't understand. Well, two is supposedly going to get done. Imagine if I paid her 50 and she was there for 15 hours. You know, at 50. Or she showed each. up with a crew of four people. You're How not too large. And it would be one thing if they were doing that in the corners with a toothbrush, like deep cleaning. Like super but, cleaning, you know, right? Robin cleans our whole house in two hours. Vacuums every room. This is like tidying up, waiting for the wife to come home. Two girls for fifty an hour. 
Man, text me and tell me I'm, I'm not crazy to be pissed at this. I don't, I, I don't I need, think you're I need, crazy. I need to hear from some people. I'm getting no love in this room. That's not a good deal. But would you like to hear a good deal? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> ESPN Syracuse wants you to go see the Mets-Yankees at City Field on June 10th. This be a good Father's Day gift. You can get on the Bob's True Value bus. 115 bucks gets you a ride from Frank's Frank's Tours to and from City Field. You get some Cam's Pizza on the way to Queens. Close to selling out, too, so don't e- wait. Yeah, yeah. ESPNSyracuse.com. We're, we're down getting down to the nitty-gritty, so if you're going to buy them, you should buy them soon. How many spots available? We're down to, like, the last 10, 10 or something, right? 10, yeah. yeah. This may actually be an idea I've come up with that'll buy me another six months of work. He's very afraid that this won't go well and he'll lose his job. But I think he, he, it's doing well. We've already made money. So well, there's always, there's always house cleaning for you. So <laughs> exactly. No, I've always thought about that. There's not a lot of overhead in that. If you've got a car. It's all your time. If you've got a car and you go to the dollar store and you buy all your, your cleaning goods, it's not a lot of overhead. Let me tell you, an entrepreneurial kid that was, was off the chain how much money when I asked him what does he make. Because I was living in New York City. And I had, at the time, again, two Mastiffs. And so, of course, I can't get this. I had to give the doorman the key, and he had to go up and let the kid in, and the kid would walk the dogs during the middle of the day. And it was like, I think 20 bucks a dog. And he walked him, you know, 10 blocks over, down, but mm-hmm. he gave him a good walk, and then threw the water in the bowl, and he was out. So I think it was 20 It was 40 bucks a day. 40 bucks a day is no joke. Yeah. That's yeah. $1,200 a month yeah. to walk your dogs. Yeah. But the, so the landmine that's waiting for you when you have a Mastiff if you don't do this service. Yeah. So I said to him, I go, man, that's a pretty good business when I think about it. I pay you $1,200. How many clients do you have? 80. <laughs> he, had, he had like 80 dogs. All day long, he went into people's apartments. Sometimes he'd take three with him, three dogs, and grab two more and have five and walk them. At 20 bucks a pop, he's making 100 bucks a walk. Yeah. he's doing, This kid was making... Like how much money I made? They'll pull up an Alexis. These that that's a good that's a good racket. This is a sick racket. There's for an some... app too now. Like they can advertise themselves on. Like it's called Rover, and it gives you. A oh whole yeah, I've list. seen that. And you can leave the dog with them. Yeah, and you can, I yeah. did. I did. I got an obsessed fan through that. Did she you really? Like, yeah, she recognized me. Was she a Rover? She was. She was. Yeah, <laughs> she was rollover Rover, uh, and she. I really just wanted the opportunity. I'll cut my raid if you could just let me have you. Because I canceled on her because a spot opened up at the place that I leave the dogs, which I have the greatest dog. D's Dog Grooming, mm-hmm. by the way, I'll tell you now, a non-paid advertisement. D, uh, out by me, and uh, and she, I guess she's listed in Constantia. She takes the dog overnight and feeds it. 15 bucks, 5 bucks for the second dog. 20 bucks, 20 bucks overnight. overnight. Oh, I'll and drive out there and leave Indiana out there. Dog gets cleaned and she's up? Got, well, you can throw that on yeah, yeah, if, you, yeah, if yeah. you wanted to do the grooming and stuff. But just to leave your dog, I well, mean, how do you beat that deal? Dude, I said to her, how do you make money? You got to feed my dogs, cost 20 bucks an hour. It's a racket. There are man. all these places. It's, it really is. There's, there are all these places opening up where you just drop your dog off for the day and they'll charge you 40 bucks or whatever it is. And they just it's just an open room with dogs running around sniffing each other's buttholes. And then it's like... Are you times forty times twenty dollars? Pay fifteen hundred an hour in Vegas. Three one five two eight eight zero six forty four is that text line. By the way, two eight eight zero six four four. I want money. Baseball is driven by Amtrak and CNS companies. Jay Bruce hits it out, and the Mets are right back in it. ESPN Radio 97.7, 100.1, 1200 AM, and 1440 AM. 
Follow the NBA playoffs on ESPN Radio AM 1200. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. Wow. What am I missing over there? Wow, you two? it's terrifying. So he wants to talk about, I asked him, you want to open with, he wants to talk about the dome and the dome renovations and what this means and blah, 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 and get our opinions on it. And I said, you want to open with it? And he goes, it's your show. It's your show. No, you should be introing the Why bit. are you talking? It's my show. <laughs> Damn right. Shut him down. Shut him down. Right, come on, open it up. What do you want to talk about? You Nothing. To... I thought we've, we're the only show that hasn't talked about it yet, and we, I'd like to get your take on what you think of the, the renovations and... They're getting rid of the the troughs and the urinals. Uh, I'm hearing that that's one of the stellar stars of this whole renovation is that everyone keeps saying, well, at least do the troughs. Because I rendered an opinion this morning, and we have John uh, Wildhack coming on on Friday, I believe, at 8.30 in the morning in the morning show. What's your take on it? Hundred and What is it? Is the number 118? $118 million. $118 million. All, all, all privately funded and loans you know, that they've taken out. And I don't have a problem with it. I think it's overdue. My the the roof looks cool, you know. I, the the funny thing is everybody nitpicks, and I I hear a lot of people calling in and saying the seats should have been the first thing they fix. No, no, it shouldn't be. Why? But, what? Why? Because seats suck. I know, but when you do the seats, you're you're actually affecting ticket sales and. Why well, uh, can I get squeeze up next to some fatso? I want. Well, yeah, they're you're, they're going to lose capacity. And, and it's Paul, going to affect. I don't know how to break it to you. <coughs> they got plenty of room. Yeah, I There's know plenty of room. I know, but it would affect ticket sales. And I, I can understand the rich people that buy those seats down around the do- or around the court. Mr. Krabs, yes, yes, the the great Ed Levine. Yeah, those those blue seats that look like you're the ones you're. Grandma kept in her basement when the, more people showed up. Yeah, the foldy ones yeah, for Thanksgiving. The, yeah. Oh no, they brought the kids with them. Put, put, put the, the ugly blue chairs put the up foldy there. Foldy blue chairs out, right? When you're talking about the Coliseum in L.A., when you're talking about Lambeau Field, when you're talking about, I mean, prehistoric, you know. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, yes, the old urinals. I see that's a check. Yes, but. but is the roof failing in some way, or they're in danger? Like, like I look at $118 million, and I realize that it's privately funded, and this is a choice for the university. And then I look at the number of other social issues and things that we could do with 10 of that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, So did they have to, or, or wasn't there something else we could have concentrated on rather than the renovations at a college university? I would have even... But it's their money, and they, they, yeah. no, I, that's I, where they get their money I'm, from. I'm, I'm not challenging their right to do it. I'm just wondering, you know, it, it is, and and there and there's a collaborative effort that goes that takes place with the university and the city, and not that Syracuse University isn't a university that looks after their city and their town. I'm not calling them out. I'm just saying when I think of that big a number, I think to myself, gosh, did we need the scoreboard that bad? Because there's 30 million of it. You know, that you could have done, as I look at stuff that I do for breast cancer, for opiate addiction, and we have no real legitimate rehab here in town, that three million of it would save hundreds of lives. Where's the value? You know, I just, I, I just, I wonder, you know, uh, sometimes that we put this kind of emphasis, like we talk about a guy and his value of playing basketball at $90 million. And I think, wow, we're going to pay that guy $90 million to put a little leather ball through an iron hoop. Jeez, there's, we're so askew perspective-wise in this country. It's crazy. I, uh, it, the dome's a little uh, dated. I mean, the roof is a pain in the butt 
for them. I, Especially with the snow. If the yeah, snow gets snow, on it, it's hard to... they got to turn the heat on to like to 150 like to melt it off, and the, then the basketball fans show up, so it's... 10,000 degree, you're like playing on the sun. You gotta have, gotta have that AC in Syracuse. They're gonna, sure. I, they are, they're gonna air condition it for the, gonna, two, well, the two games well, that we need it, really. You no, know, you need it during football season. You need it during football season. Okay, so, so. Again, and then when you have a Paul McCartney okay. concert in the middle of the summer, you need air conditioning too, so you've got 30,000 right. people sweating their ass. And off. so, how much will, do we see a breakdown of this? Because how much will the air conditioning units cost? Cause I in, didn't see a breakdown in I movies. In movies, we take these big pipes. And we have air conditioners, that, big industrial air conditioners that pipe in the air conditioning. So what would it cost for the next 20 years to pipe in the air conditioning on the nights we needed it and have them buy those units? Oh, I see. Instead and save $7 million and then end the homeless problem as we know it here in Syracuse versus having them for the one month that you might consider needing air conditioning. They you know see I mean? it like, as I an just, investment to get better players, more people. Right. I, to look, come to the games, look, I'm not. I'm not challenging any of it. I just, from a s- social standpoint, I look at not just this decision. I look at lots of decisions that are made, and I think, you know, the investment. We're making the investment. We're making the investment because the luxury boxes are going to be improved, and this is going to happen, and blah blah blah. And at the end of the day, you're going to get thirty. 30- 2000 for a football game, not the capacity, because they don't sell it out that often unless it's Clemson or whatever. And so you're going to make those 32,000 people happy for three hours or change someone's life for the rest of their life. So, I, I you know, I, I can make an argument on my side that I, I find the, uh, the other side to be quite compelling to think but about. But we also what, don't know what, you know, we're also acting like Syracuse University doesn't do anything to help the community. I, I well, no, you're not acting like that at all. Had you been listening to this particular episode of the show, I pre- I, pre- <laughs> yeah, I, know, but they, I predicated it by saying I realized that Syracuse. I just again, and I'm not even challenging this decision. I'm just you asked my opinion. The first thing that jumped out at me was, gosh, I could do a lot of good with seven of that 118 million, and maybe turn the air conditioning down. You know, so sure, like, I see what you're you saying. You know what I'm saying? I'm just there's this. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money to spend on the improvement. I think the dome's fine. I go to the games all the time. It's great. It was going to be two hundred something, and they got it down to one eighteen. And they said they're supposedly going to be still looking at public money, but they don't have any public money yet. But they're not ruling that out. I think that a lot of people would have said we would have taken better parking. Let alone, you well, know, that's not going to. I mean, that's I don't never know how gonna they're going to do that. that that's never going to happen. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, I'm excited for Syracuse. I'm excited for the fans of the teams that are going to get to go and watch in a better venue. And I imagine, um, you know, one of the first things I look at when I'm location scouting is where can I put lights. So by putting that hard roof on, they're going to be able to put a track across, you know, and they're going to be able to put a scoreboard on it, and all these great things that are going to enhance our experience to watch a game. And at the same time, I'm going to spend the next three years trying to find the three million dollars to build a rehab while everyone's enjoying the game and i'm wondering can we do it for less and syracuse opens the rehab and you know that that's where my mind goes wah, wah, wah. Gonna have, <laughs> no, debbie downer gonna have better. i'm all excited to have a cool place to watch a football game and you're yeah, pooping do, all over. would you see his point though at the same point yes. like look at all that money look yeah, at all that money yeah. <laughs> he's screaming yes. yes we all get it we're trying to have fun here though <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we have a little fun? I get it. There's problems. Hey, that guy OD'd. Step over the body. We're going to be late for the game. (laughs) I mean, but that's what sports do. They take you away from all this other crap in your life. You know, it's it's a nice getaway. You're right. 
You're right, and 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 you know, and that's the key in drug addiction. You do the drug to escape the reality of what's going on in your world, and when you're done doing the drugs, all that reality is right there waiting for you, baby. So while, when you step out of that stadium, know that the areas, you know, right right near and around Galaxy, there's guys under the bridge right now. You know, they're in bad shape. So work with me, work with me, kid. Isn't there a happy compromise somewhere in the middle? Isn't there something we could do? Could we make the the numbers on the scoreboard a little smaller so like we could save eighteen million of it? Uh, yeah, you just completely see? sucked the life out of a fun sport. I like show. it. Oh. I, I like it. I see his point. Why? I, why can't we be socially responsible? You can be. You can just not in Syracuse, yes. New York. <laughs> Every city does this. For God's sake, they have all little, do it. Have a little fun. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> when I'm telling you to have fun, yeah, it, uh, yeah. Listen. She's not walking the dog anymore, huh? <laughs> hey, now. Paulie's excited because he gets to spend so much time there. Well, yeah, but well, his job has taken him in and out of this facility for, what, 18 I years? Also, Since I the al- late 40s. 20. I, this, this season will be my 20th year, and I go to a lot of arenas, and I see the what Syracuse fans are missing out on. Could we, could we get some money together to erect a monument for Pauly outside? Even if it's oh. movable? The, like a rocky, oh you know, God. the Pauly monument? That would be hilarious. That would be really great. In the honor opening, of his 20th year board hopping the IMG games. Right. And so what we should do is before a big game, when all I the fans are it. rushing in, we should roll this thing in and we'll have the unveiling. Oh, it. my just, God. Just so we can have the people's faces go, who the hell is that? <laughs> I see him on TV all the time. <laughs> It'll be Paulie pushing the that pushing the. That would be the best bit ever on radio. I say we do it. All right. We find a local sculptor to sculpt him up. <laughs> yeah. Just on a Play-Doh. Out of Play-Doh. No, no, no. We'll get him doing it out of paper mache. Yeah. You know, so it's really light and yeah. we can move it up there. And but bring it painted it bronze. So and, 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 yeah, exactly. Like the Joe we'll Pa statue. Bro- we'll, bro- we'll bronze it. Exactly. We'll weather it. And all you, see, all you see is bird turd on it. It's a table with just his head barely over it and headphones on <laughs> Exactly. With, with, two, with two silhouettes of really much taller guys, <laughs> like Park and somebody else next to him. That's that would be the best joke ever. <laughs> Let's go to Doug in Syracuse, who will probably tell us about lacrosse. Yeah, l- lied to the phone screener so he can crowbar lacrosse on <laughs> the show. Well, boys, are you ready? Yeah, yeah let's go. go. That's Memorial Day weekend, brother. Go down to Baltimore and watch the national championship lacrosse game be in play, and you'll be leaving your seats and heading for shade because it's so hot sitting there watching, and I've had to do that more than once. So the air conditioning in the dome, you might get a national championship across weekend here, which is kind of a big deal. But believe it or not, that's not the reason that I called. Daniel, I love listening to you on the radio, and I'm going to tell you why. We You're very much like me. You're not a native Syracusean. You didn't grow up wearing orange glasses. You didn't drink the orange Kool-Aid. And you throw reason into conversation. And all I can say to you, buddy, is good luck with that. Because it's not easy to do in Syracuse. So I just wanted to throw that at you. Well done, buddy. That's all I got. Thank you, bro. Well, hopefully you're still listening so I can throw at you that the Baldwin family has the largest graduation number in and legacy in Syracuse University history. I have been coming up here. My mother, my father, my mother's five sisters, one brother, both of her parents, my father, his two brothers, both of his parents... And over 70 cousins 
aunts, uncles, and other relatives have all graduated from Syracuse University, making my family the greatest legacy in the history of the school. Um, uh, none of my father's children went to Syracuse, which I think was, well, he took that to the grave pretty hard. He, he wanted all of us, particularly Alec and I, to come up here, uh, and Billy, I think, too. Um, so, and none of us did. Uh, but I've been coming up here, although I grew up on Long Island, um, since I was born, because both my grandparents and my mother's entire families from up here, my mother and father met at Syracuse University. Um, so although you can technically say I wasn't raised here and I didn't bleed orange and all the other stuff, the fact of the matter is um, that Syracuse has been a huge, huge thing in, in my upbringing. And, and, uh, and, and if there was ever a color that was resembling a university, it would be orange that bled through my family's veins. Um, but with that said, um, I still will only give you my opinion, and then when we talk about um, certain issues, uh, you know, it's a sports show, but we, we do definitely f- fracture off of that, sometimes way off the uh, reservation, and talk about things. Please don't misunderstand what I was saying. I'm not in any way criticizing Syracuse University. I just look at that number, and I look at now a year and a half of being up here, and some of the hills that I've have to that I've had to climb. And by the way, my mother has a breast cancer research fund that has raised millions of dollars, and it solely is given to Upstate Medical Center to find a cure. We don't have Maseratis, and we don't have people renting, you know, big big office spaces. My sister and my niece and my other niece run the entire thing, and they raise money to give grants to researchers who are trying to find a cure for breast cancer. So one day, hopefully, we have something to do with the cure for breast cancer or, or variation. And that's all up here in Syracuse. So when I, we throw a golf tournament and we have to scale down the golf tournament because we got kicked out of the turning stone, uh, you know, and I look at how we're going to make that money to write those 250000 or three hundred or $400,000 worth of grants, and I hear $118 million is being spent somewhere else, I think, God, can we get a million of that? Is there a way to get a million of that? Is there a way to have the, you know, the seats not shine as much this season so that I can save? So you're never going to know what it's like to walk into the gala at this event and see the man standing there holding the hand of his two little girls with a dress on, welling up in tears because he's an iron worker. And he says to me, thank you so much. Without the money that your family raised, my wife would be dead right now. My kids would not have a mother. Now, whether you want to talk about that because it's a sports show or you don't, that's my life. And I get to talk about that because it's called The Daniel Baldwin Show. And so this is my perspective on things that I see. I'm not denouncing in any way. Man, I want to go to the Dome. I want it to be cool. And I want the scoreboard to be great. But there's a side of me, too, that spends a vast majority of my time when I'm not two hours or three hours, six times a year watching a football game, trying to save someone's life. Save their life. Keep their mother alive, their daughter alive. So, yeah, I, I have an opinion on that. And I'd like to throw this. You also tell great fart and penis jokes. I do. I do. Which and that's what keeps us- most of the audience here. <laughs> <laughs> I'm enthralled. I love it. <laughs> don't you love it? Not to cut you off, but yeah, if you'd like don't. a haircut, listen oh to Brent Alex on the block <laughs> every I day. I can't with these crowbarred reads. four to six. <laughs> we call her five with listening to Brent, and you could win a haircut from Sports Clips. Bruden Road. Daniel Cicero. pours that's his your heart seg- out. That's your segue, not to cut you off. Daniel you can, pours his heart out can, about this community. You want a haircut? Well, you can win right, one right. every day. Got 
contributing one cent per haircut. That's a, that's a, that was a great story, but my paychecks are paid by, the, by those live reads, brother. Cool story, you, bro. Hey, sports clips. Thank you for your partnership. Yeah. Come on. Follow us on Twitter, ESPN Syracuse, ESPN Radio 97.7, 100.1, 1200 a.m. and 1440 a.m. So excited. It's time for... Um, I just can't hide it. I'm about to lose control and I just can't... Um. So what? It's unlistenable radio. You understand the me? Daniel Baldwin Show. The 2018 NBA lottery draft, draft lottery rather, happened last night, giving the Suns the first round pick. First pick, Kings, second pick, and the Hawks the third pick. Paulie was complaining about it quite extensively oh, on social TV, media. It was the worst TV show ever. No, what made it so bad? Because I didn't it watch used it. To, it used to be on at halftime of a basketball game where they could get it done in 15 minutes. This was an hour of just bull crap. Just talking and Blah, blah, blah. Isn't that what this is? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. Just do the picks. For God's sake. It's been a night bombing raid for me today. I love it. You know, I, I don't get why they can't just say. So this was nothing. This was just who gets to go. Like, yeah. There wasn't anybody drafted. It was no, just... it was just who's going to get one through well, now, 14. Well, now, are they doing Are they doing any of the, because some of the stuff can be compelling. I didn't watch the show, but like say. In the NFL, and then you're you're on the clock. The next team, let's say a selection number three has been picked. Now number four, and you know the team that's going to pick it. You start going through the who's available, and they give you reasons why they think they well, should this, take. No, Are they doing was, that. No, because this was not picks. This was who was going to pick where. So they were ah. drawing the ping pong balls basically, and it was just brutal television. Wasn't and, that like watching the lotto thing when they when they pick the numbers? Yeah, and, but they do that in thirty seconds. Right. Right. This was an hour, and it, I wanted to punch through my television. Well, what goes on in between balls? Interviewing the commissioner, talking about teams, and uh, the the guy from the Orlando talking about his stupid little penny doll he brought with him. I brought my little penny doll with me for good luck. <laughs> oh, just show me who's going one. Wow, it's strong. They're He's trying to get ratings out of it, I He's guess. Passionate it was too. almost as bad as the new format for the, the NCAA selection show. It wasn't quite as bad, but it was close. <laughs> oh, how they just like at the NCAA, they yeah, just and they show did you all alphabetical of it. order yeah, and right. live audience. Yeah, just garbage. Well, after that monologue, I'm going to say, so what? So what? <laughs> but Where? it's the first time the Suns ever have had the number one pick. The last time they came close, they missed out on a man called Lou Alcindor. Wow. Did he end up being somebody? He was or? pretty good. No. Okay. Uh, Mariner second baseman Robertson Cano has been suspended for 80 games after failing a drug test. It turns out he was using a drug that covers up uh, the performance-enhancing drugs that he may or may not have been using. You know, i got to tell you, I, I, over the years I've watched this evolve, and, and, and I, don't, I, don't care. I, I don't care if they use performance-enhancing drugs, if they want to put themselves at risk, if you want to run into 300-pound men that can run a 5-2-40 in football, and you're a 200-pound guy, and you want to put you know physical harm, 10-year career, the rest of your life being you know in pain and, and uh, you know disabled sometimes, God bless you, man. If, you, if your job is to hit a baseball over the fence, and you're 35 years old and you want to elongate your career, 
and you're going to take some type of steroid or some kind of thing that helps you recover quicker or whatever. You're a professional athlete. I'm I mean, on board with that. I think they should take all, all the performance enhancing medication. I want yeah. I want arms the size of tree trunks hitting five hundred. He was taking a diuretic though, was to it? hide it. Yeah. Well, he was taking something to mask what he was doing, which could have been an illicit drug, could have been whatever. Is that why you're playing water because of the diuretic? <laughs> yes. I'm translating to the audience your yeah. com- your comedy. Yeah. <laughs> See, Paulie's playing water here because he said diuretic. It's like dealing with Andy Kaufman. <laughs> you know, Is that a so what or not a so what? Uh, so what? If it happened two years ago, it would have been a, a what, but now it's a so what. Wow. Uh, Red Sox pitcher Carson Smith dislocated his pitching shoulder because Ooh. he was having a tantrum, and now he's on the 10-day disabled list. He went in the dugout, threw his glove because he was being a baby, and he dislocated his shoulder, can't pitch for 10 days. He dislocated his shoulder throwing his glove? I'd say his shoulder was in trouble before yeah. that. <laughs> like, how does that happen? He said he's very apologetic. When he left the game, he was upset. He threw his glove, and when, it, when he threw his glove, his shoulder subluxed. Is that the word? That's how he got hurt. Wow. Yeah, he's out. it was a freak accident. I hope he never plays again. <laughs> <laughs> baby, baby, baby. Oh. Yeah, exactly. Here's the actual audio of it happening. Yeah. Yeah. Ow! <laughs> 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 a fire with the sound Probably, effects today. I found something that Paulie found funny. Someone separating their shoulders. Yeah, he loves it. Oh, he loves it. He does. Look at him. You got a non sports This is a twisted family. Well, kind of. I love it. Oh. Then yeah. finally, uh, kind of sports, but not sports. Let's look at Paulie all wound up. A school in New Jersey has, inc- has uh, introduced something called the inclusion policy, yep, which means. <laughs> if you try out for the team, you make the team. No! Wow. Our goal if... was to include more opportunities for those who want to be on the team. We had a shortage of members, and our goal was to get more participants. Well, that's the shortage of members is the problem. So, But, I mean, if that backfires into Lenny and Squeaky and 40 other guys trying out for the football team and they're all on it, are you carrying 80 guys? You know, yeah. What are you going to do? Plus, someone's going to get hurt. You they're just let starting everybody it, else on the team. So they're starting it with their cheerleading squad, and then they're going from there. It's their inclusion. Policy. So you can guy and try out for the cheerleading squad. I would have Gotta be included. So. Yeah, gotta be included. You could always be a guy in the cheerleading. It's not actually a groundbreaking t- hot type. There, you could be yeah. a guy. Yeah. Well, guys well, what were been, you trying to pronounce? <laughs> guys <laughs> have been cheerleading for decades now. Guys, it's not a hot take. <laughs> Usually not in the silence of a football game. They're more in basketball and they're chucking and, chicks and, up in the in air. In college, no? they they kind of do and in high it, school. And, yeah. Not in the pro level, but guy cheerleaders are not something that just... I never had a guy cheerleader in my high school. Not well, one. Well, you went when Jesus was in <laughs> They were separate schools then, I think. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Women yeah. weren't allowed to go to school back then. <laughs> right. No, but I, I, I don't say it's so what I say. They were pregnant I, by 10th grade. <laughs> you got to give your kids a chance to feel failure because there's a lot of failure in life. Oh, is there ever? Look at this show. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, look, if everybody was included on every team, no one would go into the other stuff. You know, there wouldn't be the mathletes, and there wouldn't be the debate team, and there wouldn't be... Yeah. Everyone would be playing football. Yeah. So isn't, isn't there... A you got to realize guys, they're not good at things. A lot of those guys were not guys on the football team, you know, and, and that's okay. Yeah. So, I was terrible at all sports. That's why I'm doing but this. I, but I think, though, that... that uh, You're not really that good at this Maybe either. it's the humiliation... <laughs> <laughs> You're going to ruin the statue ceremony. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry. Think about the statue. The, LeBron, the presentation. Dude, I got to stop, drop, and roll after that, after that bird. All right, let's go to break. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about something. I'm going to bring up something that I want to talk to you about, Paulie. We need to get, well, maybe Josh can be the referee. Yeah.
Are we going to wrestle? Yeah! <laughs> no, you're, I'm a little out of your way. Get your clothes off! <laughs> Curry, Kevin Durant, and the Warriors take game one on the road in Houston. Now James Harden, Chris Paul, and the Rockets face a critical game two. A catch and shoot three by Kevin Durant tonight. He's been on fire. Can they get a split at home against the defending champs? Or are the Warriors heading home up 2-0? of the Warriors and Rockets, Wednesday at 8 Eastern on ESPN 97.7 and 100.1. Follow the NBA playoffs on ESPN Radio AM 1200. This is the Daniel Baldwin Show. <laughs> we, we turn the volume down sometimes on the headsets in between. While we're on breaks, I look over at Josh and I start to slide his up waiting for a cue. Yeah, hey, don't worry about it. You're good. He's not listening anyway. <laughs> he doesn't care. Oh, we're still on? Yeah, Sorry. yeah. That's right. Show? I'm listening to my favorite podcast. All right, right Josh, you're the referee. <laughs> yeah. You're the referee. Go ahead, now, yes. you have to try to be uh, unbiased here. You know, you got you to you gotta listen to this. Don't think about it as Josh, okay. legendary K-Rock Go Josh. Ahead. You know, this show, Josh. You're uh, you're just this guy who's listening to this. So, so even pa- though I like you much more than I like Paulie, I should not let that win. No, don't it. let that affect you. Okay. Here's twenty bucks. Thank you. Um, so Paulie and I started talking because it's come up now that we have this taste of Syracuse thing, which is like a big deal here at the station because uh, the, the great Ed Levine. Yes, he does. He does uh, like a, just kind of runs the show, right? I mean, it's, I'm I'm unfamiliar with it's all his of wife. It, but- so his wife Pam runs the Galaxy event side <laughs> with uh-huh. uh, the lovely Carrie and the whole staff out here, and they Carrie do, the cheater. It's the big oh the way I forgot the weighing contest. Yeah, yeah the weighing contest. The, uh, they, it's, it's, the, it's, it's the biggest it's, event in Syracuse all year. Yeah. All right. No wait a minute. It's the biggest event in Syracuse all year here, or it's the biggest event for the city of Syracuse. For I, I would say it's probably for the city of Syracuse. Yeah, it brings over two hundred thousand people. Wow. To... Okay. So, so this is an ESPN show. This is a sports show. Yeah. And it, the the event, this Taste of Syracuse thing, which you know, if there wasn't an event, I'd be out at my house fishing anyway. You know. So so unless of course it was super important to benefit this show, which or or to help my friend Ed Levine, if he asked me, hey, I'd like you to come. Uh, so I get it. I get you know, come in, come come do it. Things are falling already. Look, okay, Ed's yeah. listening. That's the, the ghost of Ed. It's <laughs> a ghost of Ed. His presence. Yeah. Something just fell off the wall, for God's sake, as I'm saying this. But anyway, DeAndre Reed, Celebrity Golf Tournament, Hall of Fame, wide receiver, number five all-time in yards, Buffalo Bill, legend. And I'm, I kid you not, it's literally a who's who, and it's the same the, the same two days. Can't can't do both. Impossible. One's in Allentown, PA, where Andre was raised. And, of course, Taste of Syracuse is here in Syracuse. So... I look at Ed and I go, well, what's more important for my show? I go, you know, going and getting just the sound bites of guys going, hey, you're listening to that. It could be Joe Montana. It could be who you name it. And he goes, I don't care about the Andre Reed. He goes, the Taste of Syracuse is much more important. Now, I get that the Taste of Syracuse may be much, much more important to them, but I would rather do the show or even do five to ten interviews that we could tape to have Hall of Fame NFL players that we could service the ESPN sports guys on this show for. I, I find that far more compelling and valuable for the show, in my opinion. I turn around and I say, and I, Paulie's got to come. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I get where on a rock station that's much more, but this is formatted more towards sports. Sure. So, and, and this is a sporting event. So taking you with me, I can see them going, yeah, he's K-Rock Josh, I got to have him, and he's not doing that. Paulie, I turn around and I say, well, you got to come with me. You're going to miss this? Go, you know, and he goes... Tell us. 
Yes, I'm going to miss it. I'm going to be here so I can get my station out in front of 200,000 people that live in this town and they can see that the station exists. Way to buddy up. You like how he catered that to the station and the Syracuse? Well, that's uh, what we got to do. Of we the 200,000 people that go to this event, are they all from Syracuse? Because the population of Syracuse is about 120. <laughs> well, they come in from no, out like yeah. the suburbs and all yeah, like the- they come all over. Yeah. They got to yeah. be there for it. Yeah, so no, this is a- so I'm taping it on my own is what yes, you're telling me. Yes. I'm on my own. You're not coming. Yeah, I want it. I have to be there to get my station out in front of people. Wow. Wow, there's dedication for you, huh? I can see your struggle as uh, you want to create the best content for your audience. So you want to be a place where you can get audi- like interviews and and audience participation. Like people, that's something that would benefit your show. Well, I, I can't you. get, well, it benefits the station too. If sure, it benefits sure, the sure, show, sure. it ben- benefits Ed, it benefits everybody. If the show gets higher numbers and that's a fact. So, mm-hmm. but, but the, my problem is the assembly of these guys in such close proximity to here. I can drive there in three hours is once or twice a year. It's the, you know, the Jim Kelly, which I can go to, which is a big one. Uh, and then this one. So I, I didn't want to ask Jim because, you know, he's got some other things going on in his life right now. And I, although we texted recently and he's actually feeling much better. Oh, and good. He's, yeah, yeah. He said, you know, it's an uphill climb, but, uh, you know, we're working on it and everything. So, um, but yeah, I, 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 okay. So, so let me just ask you this. Mm-hmm. If you're me, throw Paulie and everything. Don't you have to go to the ESPN to go to the golf tournament and, and get the, the interviews? If I'm you? If you're me. If I'm you, you. Yes. I would do my show from Taste of Syracuse. <laughs> <laughs> That's just me. I would Such say. a liar. If you want to no, be in the I'm good graces di- of the great Ed Levine, uh, you would be at Taste of Syracuse. I would do your show from Taste of Syracuse and then head out. What time is the tournament on, on Friday? Friday. Like, if you could be down there, if you could leave Syracuse at noon and be down there. Yeah, I can take it on the chin and have to just do the drive and everything. So Friday is, uh, let me look it up, man. I don't want to I'll, be somebody who's not helping you out. I will, I'll drive. Does it help? If me, we go you know after what? the show, you I'll know, drive. You know what? He's getting it. He's coming with you. You know what? what? Let me do this. Paulie? Yes. You do know that I care about you and you're my friend, right? Yeah. Does it help you if I stay? Yes, absolutely. Then I'm staying. Wow. All right. Today's show has been a party, hasn't it? But <laughs> a lot of emotions in this been room a today. Huge party. You could emotions. win a party with Daniel Baldwin. <laughs> Be caller ten number now or number ten now <laughs> at three one five four three seven seven six four four before I stroke out again. You get an office party for your uh, your office at Shaughnessy's Pub in the Marriott Syracuse downtown. The June party will be announced coming up in the next week. Brought to you by UPS. And ESPN Syracuse, 437-7644. We'll join Dan Levitard about 40 minutes late.